Hi, and welcome to Zion Church. May the peace of the Lord Jesus be with you today. For those that don't know me, my name is Apocalypses Antu, and I am the lead pastor of this incredible church community in the Anaheim Hills area. Man, if you're looking for a church uh, to belong to, we would love to be that community. Uh, for more information, you can go to our website, zionchurch.life. Today, I want to teach on the subject of gratitude. Seeing that uh, it is the weekend after Thanksgiving and many of us are now about to jump into the Christmas spirit and holidays. We're about to do shopping and go to parties, uh, family functions. I, I want us to regroup for a little bit. And I wanna teach on this discipline because I believe it is such an important discipline for us to have. The, the discipline of gratitude. But before we get started, let me pray for today's message. Let me pray for every single one of you. Lord, we thank you so much. We thank you that you have allowed us to be here today. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would give me words to speak, give me boldness so that I can speak what you have in store for us. God, I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So like I said, I, I want to teach on gratitude. It is one of those things that I believe it is so important for every single believer. It's something that I believe also has been lacking in our lives as a church, as society. And I believe the Lord is trying to remind us of why this is so important. The first reason why I believe gratitude is an important thing in our lives is because gratitude is the door to God's presence. The Bible tells us in Psalms 100 verse 4, enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. The writer encourages the reader that before you even enter the temple, you gotta enter the gates of the temple with thanksgiving and praise. Why is that? I believe it's because it creates a shift in our mind, in our heart, but also it creates a shift in our posture towards the Lord. Because if we are not careful, a constant absence of gratitude will eventually lead to a life of that is perpetually unaware of God's presence in our lives. So let me ask you today a very simple question. Are you aware that God is near? Are you aware that the creator of the universe, the creator of the cosmos, the one who holds it all together, are you aware that He is near, that His presence is near us? Maybe you are hearing this for the first time, or maybe you're being reminded of this today, but I'm here to tell you that God is very much near us. And because of that, we are grateful and we give God praise for the simple fact that God is near, that his presence is with us, that through Jesus, 
Emmanuel, God is with us. So here's a challenge I want to give you that as we enter into this Christmas season, I want to invite every single one of you that moving forward, make this commitment to always start your day and always start your prayers with thanksgiving. Now, I know that sometimes this can be difficult because we can look at our lives and our situation and the demands of the world, and we want to just come to God and be like, God, I need you. This is happening. I'm so frustrated. But the challenge I want to give you, that before all that happens, pause and thank the Lord because he's worthy, because he is near us. The second reason why I believe gratitude is so important for the believer of Jesus is because gratitude is a life-changing choice. It's not just a feeling. Let's just make that clear today. That gratitude has nothing to do with how we feel. And it's not just a choice, not not just picking something out. It is a life-changing choice choice. As a matter of fact, gratitude will sometimes feel so unnatural, especially during difficult seasons. Can I get an amen today? Sometimes it's so hard for us to be grateful. You know, there's a story in the Bible where the Apostle Paul and Silas were beaten with rods and they were put in prison and their hands and feet had been fastened. Uh, Like I'm telling you, they had imprisoned them like they had done the worst possible crime ever. But they were there simply because of their faith in Jesus. They were not in the most ideal situation. They were there because of their faith. And they could have been frustrated. They could have been with praying to God and and saying, God, why are you doing this? We're doing this for you and this is how you repay us. But the Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 16, verse 25 and 26. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prisons were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. As I reflect on this story and on their response to adversity, I'm reminded that you can never fully control your circumstances. We, we can't control outcomes. We can't control our environments. But you can always fully control your attitude. And attitude is so important for us. Because an attitude of gratitude has the potential to affect not only you, like in this story that we just read, but all those around you. Man, when you have an 
an attitude of gratitude. When, when you choose to be grateful in the midst of situations that might not feel so good, we have the potential to be freed completely, but not just us. We are able to free those around us, our family, our friends, our coworkers, our peers, our, our colleagues. We have the potential to bring freedom to all the people around us because of the choice of freedom. I can't tell you how many times my faith as a pastor has been strengthened because of the faith of others. Hearing stories of moments that clearly should have and could have shaken someone's faith I see that it actually drew them closer to Jesus and it leaves me speechless and it strengthens my faith. But I need you to hear me out today that this message or this discipline of gratitude is not a message uh, about positivity. And I think that that is where we kind of lose ourselves in this season. We cannot confuse gratitude with positivity you see positivity says oh it's fine it's it's gonna be all right it's gonna all work out it's not a big deal how many of y'all have heard people like that how many of y'all grew up in church with sometimes with that kind of message and theme where we minimized people's feelings and people's situations no 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 gratitude is is not that that is not the theme of gratitude. We see that the Apostle Paul, as he speaks on gratitude, that same one, the same one that we just read this story about, he, he speaks on gratitude from a prison cell and he challenges his church in Philippians chapter 1, verse 4 and 6, saying, In all my prayers for you, I always pray with what? With joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this. Not that everything is going to be all right. Not that we're never going to suffer. Not that things will always sort themselves out. No. He says, I am confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I'm telling you, man, there is a powerful thing that happens in us when we choose to be grateful when we choose gratitude. We understand that even if God doesn't come through, even if this doesn't happen, I trust that the Lord will complete my life through Christ Jesus. And number three, the reason why gratitude is so important for the believer is because choosing gratitude means Letting go of something else. What do we let go of when we choose gratitude? Gratitude and grudges cannot coexist. And I got to be honest, I have been guilty of this one so much. Where I have withheld 
expressing gratitude to God because I was frustrated about something God didn't do for me. But I want us to look at the prayer that Jesus gave to the apostles that is found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 and 10. And many of you know this. It is what we call now the Lord's Prayer. And Jesus, when asked about prayer, he says, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I believe that the words of Jesus, the prayer that Jesus offers us here is so powerful because one of the very first things that Jesus does and shows us in this prayer, he brings glory to God, but then he also acknowledges that God's ways are higher, are greater, are bigger. And because of that, he says, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it has been my experience that God always answers our prayers. You might say, Apoch, you're lying. I've seen God not answer prayers. But what I want to tell you today is, it's just that sometimes the answer is no. Or sometimes it's yes, but later and when god says no it's always because he is good we are all here because of many no's from god throughout our lives and if we get that truth and that perspective that we are grateful not just for god's yeses but we're also grateful to God for his nose. It gives us a greater perspective knowing that, man, I got to let go of grudges and frustration because I understand that even when God says no, I got to thank him for him because there are things that God is seeing that I cannot see. There are conversations that God witnessed that I didn't hear. And because of that, I thank God for God's no. So I want to pray for every single one of us today. Maybe as we are approaching this Christmas holiday season, many of us are feeling frustrated. We're feeling defeated. We're feeling like life should have been different this year. Things should have changed by now. And, and, and there's, there seems to be a dissatisfaction in our hearts, disillusion of what things could have been. But can I challenge you today to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, not just for the yes, but thank you for the no. God, we come before you today and we pray for forgiveness because we have all been guilty of being ungrateful and having a heart that is not a heart of gratitude, 
But Lord, today we make the decision and we make a commitment that as we finish off the year, we want to finish the year saying thank you, Lord. Not for just for the things that you've done, but for who you are, Lord. Thank you for the things that you didn't do in our lives because we understand today, we acknowledge that your kingdom is a is perfect. It is full of joy and peace. We invite you. Invite that, Lord. We let go of grudges and we receive gratefulness and we choose it today because we know that there is power in that. God, we thank you for today's message. Lord, may we finish this year with gratitude. May we be challenged to start every day in every prayer with thanksgiving and praise. And we invite your presence, Lord, into our lives. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, thank you so much for tuning in today and listening to today's message. I want to let you know that God is with you and for you. And we want to close out today. If the Lord did something and this message spoke to you, Man, we want to connect with you. You can go to our website, zionchurch.live, and we have a, a button for you there for next steps. We would love to partner with you in your spiritual journey. Well, may the Lord bless you and keep you. God bless you. And let's keep creating spaces for God to dwell. Oh,